Good evening, everybody. Um, I'm sorry, I've well, I'm not sorry, I'm just saying I've not been here for a while. Um, I had a few issues going on in my stupid little head again. Um, weird, it's been weird. I've had um, been having nightmares, um, not about what I've been involved in, but just weird dreams about some of my colleagues, ex colleagues, sorry getting hurt they haven't been hurt it's just i have these dreams and i think it boils down to when um i was assaulted and i could hear it all going on and i couldn't do nothing about it because my body won't move and it's just fucking weird man I tell you uh, so i've not been sleeping very well um waking up head really bad headaches um very dry mouth funny taste in my mouth it's, it's been horrible um I think the first proper sleep I had was last night when I slept for nine hours straight. Uh, no dreams. Um, so, yeah, so that's why I've not been on for a while. Uh, but anyway, this is not about... It's a little rant. And uh, strangely enough, it's not about the prison um, or my job or anything to do, really, with the prison. Um um, as you all know, I retired or I finished work early uh, last year. Uh, I just had enough. I couldn't take any more. My mental health went to shit, and I, I just felt I weren't I weren't capable of doing that job anymore. Um, people, some people say I made a good decision and a brave decision um, to realise that um, I just couldn't do it anymore, um, and. It was a self-preservation because I knew if I carried on the way I was going, I'd probably end up in court because I, I just couldn't control uh, my anger and me. Um, uh, yeah, I was just tired myself out. I was hyper alert all the time. I tried to joke, laugh and joke about it with me. My colleagues um, and some of them were good with me and just played along with me but kept an eye on me which is another thing I couldn't deal with that they shouldn't be looking out for me in a way they should be you know it's just no I just yeah it was a decision I, I made quickly uh, and I think people were not expecting it that day that I did it but um, I had been thinking about it for a while and I was already on my countdown. I only had like 18 months, 20 months to do anyway. So, you know, I thought it was better to walk out the door. Well, I still had, or still had, yeah, I had a clean record of not being in court for something which to be honest, it was heading that way, so uh, it was uh, the right decision, I think. Um, anyway, so I had um, I had some savings. Um, I spent quite a lot of it when I moved my flat, but anyway, that's another story. But yeah, I had some savings, so I thought I'd be all right, yeah. Um, and I was speaking to someone and he said, listen, why don't you sign on? Well, I'm using old terms now, I'm so I thought, yeah, why not? So um, I looked into it and 
I was entitled to claim, um, God, what's it called now? Fucking hell. Um, what's it called? Come on. People are shouting at me, aren't they? Universal credit. So I thought, you know what? I've been working. I left school in, night, in July 1975. I joined the army in September 75. And so since 1975 to 2023, I'd worked, right? Um, I had a little break, I think, um, I had about six months. Back in 1980, oh God, 1984 maybe, um, and then I, I got a job, which was quite hard in them days, as you know, fucking factor had ruined the government, anyway, I'm not getting onto politics, so yeah, I got the job, um, did that for a few years, blah, 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 um, eventually I ended up in another job where I've seen lots of trauma, self-harm, um, people attempting suicide, uh, working with young people who've been abused. Mostly, the most of the ones I work with have been sexually abused. Um, and so that caused their own issues, which I had to deal with and work with young people in complete and utter crisis, where I had to set them out for 28 days. Um, it was basically week on week off with them but it was over a 20 day period just to give them a break from the children's home and just try to settle them down so you can imagine um got a lot of them were in really bad 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 way um and like anyone the behavior was horrendous um uh, they didn't trust adults because adults have been hurting them all life so it took us a long time um sometimes i stayed out longer with them because i just got them round if you like to trust us a little bit and then they had to go so they had to start again so it, it was difficult and i put a lot of hours in and i worked with a lot of young people i mean one young girl who was that badly disturbed i stayed with her the whole me and my colleague sammy we stayed with her for the whole 28 days she was with us because it was that took us that long to get through to well I, it weren't too bad for sammy because some reason she took well not for some reason for obvious reasons she trusted the female staff better than the male staff, obviously. Um, and it took me a long time, but I let her do it in her own time. I didn't push her. And anyway, so I did that. Um, I did get through to her in the end, and she, but I had to go and watch that fucking Britney Spears film with her about five times. But anyway, you know, so it's things like that. I've had a girl slice her throat open with her porcelain off a sink in the room, fucking blood everywhere. Um, I was the on-call manager, so I went in um, and I put my hands over the gate, yeah. try and keep it in, and there was fucking blood everywhere. Um, the ambulance got there quite quickly, took her off to us, put her in the ambulance. Um, I took my glasses off, and that was the only white bit around my face. The rest was covered in blood, <laughs> and I fainted. Um, so I ended up at the hospital with her. Uh, so, yeah... So yeah, a lot. I've seen a lot of trauma, a lot of um, unheard and read a lot of bad shit while I was there. So um, yeah, I did that. Um, uh, well, ten years of that. Uh, ended up manager of two units. Um, 
so yeah and then i just couldn't do any more of that because it was just too much um, and i went over to um, assessing for a bit mbq assessing so i was still hearing stuff but not witnessing and stuff if you like and anyway i got bored with that because it was more like paperwork and writing and all that crap um, and i joined the physics service so i did that as you know oh you don't know but you should know uh, I did that for 12 years and again dealing with lots of trauma, lots of suicides, lots of self-harm, lots of violence, lots of violence. Uh, got assaulted myself twice, um, which is not bad in 12 years. Both times I was knocked unconscious, um, but my head's alright, well I hope so, I've got to see a neurologist, but anyway. Um, I was a negotiator. Biggest one was eight hours talking, seven hours, sorry, talking to someone on a railing, trying to get them down. Um, I've cut people down. I've been covered from head to toe in blood where I've tried to... Well, actually, I did all right because I never had a death in custody on my shift. I've uh, been covered in blood, fucking spew, piss, shit, everything. Um, you know, when I did that for 12 years, and to be fair, I fucking loved it. Yeah, we got in a few scrapes and... Sometimes we had to use, um, I can't, pay for compliance, shall we say, to make it uh, sound a bit better. But yeah, a few big scraps. Um, I've been attacked with a man with a one leg, he attacked me with his spare leg. I've been, spent a whole day with, on my wing, well, my, it was the wing I worked on, our wing, sorry, um, running from cell to cell because people were off the tits on monkey dust trying to cut their ears and nose, the dicks, fucking everything off. Um, all that shit, I've helped. My first bad one that affected me was when my colleague, she got really badly assaulted and kicked to shit, basically. Um, and that that just drove me fucking a bit wild, to be honest, and uh, I've probably spoke about it before. Uh, ended up in a bit of trouble because I was going around just jumping in on fights. It was none of my fucking business, really. Um, funny enough, that it actually helped in a way with my job because whenever there was trouble and, and the little mank bastard come on, they're like, oh, fuck, don't fuck with him, he'll fucking scrap anyone, which was not the reputation I wanted because I think I've probably talked more people down than I have had fights with, but you know how it is in jail, you can't fucking win. Um, so I was quite proud of the fact that if you look at my record, um, I've calmed more people down unofficially. Uh, the governors don't even have to know about this shit because I didn't go around bragging about it, even though I have got a certificate of the governor's, a governor's recommendation for one. But anyway, I won't brag about that. Um, I actually, whether I'm right or wrong here, uh, when I, I was posted to uh, Turks and Caicos, I don't know if people know I've been there. I probably never mentioned it before. <laughs> um, on my application to go, I put down about me negotiating skills that um, I could actually help with any issues that they had on the island. So I'm assuming that helped. I don't know for sure because they never tell you this shit. Um, and it, I'll tell you the funny thing there also. I might have mentioned it before, but I don't give a shit really. I'll tell you it again. Um, when we went over there, I had all my kit on my belt and I had my, my cut-down knife, which 
yeah, got used quite a lot. Um, cutting string. <laughs> um, and these prisoners go up to me in the Turks, and like, yeah, well, I didn't say yeah because that's what's that? And I said it's a cut down knife for people. Said, they said, what do you mean? Said, well, if someone's hanging, the official you, someone's hanging, I can cut them down. He go, you know, I'm not going to do the accent because people say I'm racist, but I'm not. Um, oh, you don't need that here. People in the Caribbean, we don't do stuff like that. And, yeah, I was quite... Yeah, and, uh, yeah, in six weeks, seven weeks nearly, we was there, there was no... No self-harm or anything like that. So, yeah, different different rules, I suppose. Still the same abuse and shit we got. Even got racially abused for being a cracker boy. <laughs> but, yeah, anyway, so, yeah, we did that. And uh, I came back and, yeah, it's still again. Um, had a good... We had a, um, a few negotiators on in the prison, but it was mainly me, Sarah and Ross... As a senior, um, well, in them two, they, I weren't the senior to them two, but it was mostly us that got called to it. And uh, so, yeah, we had to deal with quite a lot. And a lot of it, it didn't take long. We got, we talked to them. We just had a bit of attention. Uh, we did have some big ones. Um, so, yeah, we dealt with that. Dealt with prisoners, four of them in a cell, one of them slashing fuck out of his arms. And I had to try, stay there looking and trying to calm him down. Uh, so we had a lot of trauma, uh, a lot more trauma than anyone, um, the general public uh, and obviously other emergency services have seen it, probably worse than I've seen it. But anyway, so this is, I'm not cutting this long story short, I'll get to my point in a bit. So yeah, with all that going on, we had, I've dealt with loads of shit, I've seen my colleagues fucking proper injured, um, slashed up beat up, fucking everything. Um, one colleague, she had... <laughs> she's not... She's going to go mad now. She ended up with a prisoner's balls on her forehead and stuff. So this been funny sides of it. Not that she thought it was funny, but we did. Um, like the same with me, we've been attacked by a one-legged man with, one le with his leg. Um, so, yeah, there's lots of good things, but it's all... A lot of it we got by by just for prison officers' humour. Um, but like I said, a lot of the stuff we did, it never comes to the governor's attention. The, the only time a governor wanted to fucking word with us is if we'd, he thought we'd done too, something wrong. I mean, it really pissed me off. Um, but that's how it is. You don't do it for the praise. But, but a lot... Now, don't get me wrong, a lot of governors, I personally... A lot of governors I work with actually took other things I did into account when I stepped out of line, shall we say. But the new wave of governors don't give a fuck. All they care about is the figures. Ah, right, that's it. I'm not going into any more on the prison. Um, anyway, so as you can tell, I've worked in some fucking, you know, hard jobs. And uh, so I just... I decided to apply for this family um, universe credit. I didn't have a fucking clue what it was. But I went down and, and they interviewed me and he said, yeah, 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 you can. I mean, uh, yeah, you can have it. I said, yeah, okay. And 
I didn't expect it, and at the time I didn't want to fucking work anymore. I was done um, because I couldn't. I didn't want to go back into that trauma and bad experiences and violence and all kinds and abuse and all kinds. I just what I just nah fuck it. I'll be all right. Anyway, so and I went on a few holidays, but I had to. It just. Because I'd been tied down for so long, I just wanted to go away. And I enjoyed it. Plus, I got a bit of duty-free, you know, to see me through. But um, any policeman listening, I didn't, honest. Um, anyway, so I get on this family credit, and I'm getting, like, fucking £750 a month. So I'm like, fucking, that's all right. Um, council tax was paid and all that shit. Uh, you have to pay your rent out of it, so I was like, 300-odd quid gone. But I was still left with 450 quid a month um, to myself, to be honest. So, fucking good, yeah, it's all right. So, anyway, I did my holiday thing and I got a bit, I'm, I'm getting a bit bored now, so fuck this. And then, um, so I started looking for jobs, just little jobs, you know, fucking part time jobs, even like cleaning. I think you've just give me something to do. So uh, I joined through the job centre, or whatever it's called now, um, they put me in touch with this company. So I went to this company and they're saying, yeah, but, you know, put, sending my CV off for me and all that. And I didn't have that much hope because I'm 60 fucking four, mate, who wants that? So, uh, yeah, by the by, anyway. So I'm applying for these jobs and then this person said, well, why don't you, seeing you're looking for a job, why don't you ask? Go on job seekers allowance. Said, well, I can't. I'm on family credit, uh, universal credit. So they worked it out, and I'd be about fifteen quid a month better off going doing both. So it's like a joint claim. So I'm like, well, I've worked all my life since 1975. I might as well get something back. So yeah, I did, but I'm still looking for work. I've been turned down a few times, but I think it's because of my age. I don't think I'm. You just automatically assume you're 64 and you're dawdling about. Well, I've probably outrun some of them or outwalk them these days. So, yeah, I'm still applied for jobs. I've applied for quite a few. <coughs> I'm also a listener at Samaritans. So, even though I'm still doing my bit, it's not as traumatic on the Samaritans because you're just talking to them. You're not actually seeing it. Um, and sometimes I go into, I mean, negotiating mode on me. Um, working with the mental health as an access as old, but you know, it's can't help that. I've done it for so long. So yeah, so I'm doing that and I'm I'm keeping active. I'm walking four to five miles a day, well most days. Um I've nearly punched someone's lights out once because he annoyed me, but luckily I walked away. So I've still got that issue now and again. So anyway, I'm reading this article today because I do that and I'll read articles now, because I'm an article reader, man. <laughs> so I'm reading this article and it's about, um, again, I knew nothing about this because I'm new to all this shit, um, about people on universal credit and job seekers allowance getting this payment, cost of living payment in February. I think it's 300 quid, so I'm like, oh, that's all right. I didn't know I'd be getting that. So... Um, I read it and I get to fucking comments. Now, this is where I got annoyed, yeah? This fucking bastard had put down all oh, more for the scrounging 
people who who just are work shy and scared of getting a job and getting paid for sitting on the bums at home and all that shit. And I'm like, you cheeky bastard. I've probably worked longer and harder and seen more trauma and, you know, blood and guts and had more abuse, had more fucking issues than you'll ever have, you, you fucker. And you're calling me a fucking scoundrel when I've worked all my fucking life. And for the last year, 18 months of my, my, my working life, I've decided to take it easy. What a cheeky bat, you know, and I, I just can't believe people think that every, you know, they're so judgmental um, to think that every person who's claiming is a scoundrel. What the fuck is wrong with people? These are the people who probably vote fucking Tory. Um, oh, sorry, politics again. Um, so, yeah, it, it fucking proper annoyed me. Um, and I nearly answered it, but I didn't because I know I'd rant, so I'll use this to rant instead. So, um, yeah. So please don't fucking call me a scoundrel because I could tell you stories that make your head curl what I've had to put up with over the years. Not what I've had to, what I've chose, cho what I, <laughs> I chose to put up with. I couldn't think it fucking right word then. See, the thick manks coming out now. Um, so, yeah. Um, and I'll tell you something else that I find quite funny. So, after 12 years, plus with 10 years working with young people, where I've had to learn control and restraint, first of all, with young people, and then more violently, I suppose, with adults in prison, um, I can't get a job. As a security guard, I work in security because I've not got this stupid fucking badge where I've got to go on a course to learn how to control and restrain and negotiate with people. Something like that I've done for 12 fucking years with some dangerous people. Uh, but, again, trying to be good about it, I'm actually on a course on the um, 15th of February for three weeks to learn how to do something I would do for 12 years. So um, I'm going to try and go in there as like I don't know what I'm doing. And then I might look good when I actually, oh, he's picking it up quick because uh, I can do it. <laughs> but anyway, we'll see how that goes. Um, and for people who know me, I've already got in a bit of trouble with the assistant director's Yes, it's the Sabres prison in the Samaritans. Um, I've had a row with one of them about the way I was talking to a person who was in crisis um, and wouldn't listen to my explanation that I went into my negotiator mode, which is not exactly what the Samaritans want, but, you know, like calling the person mate and giving them a bit of advice on uh, first aid because I was actually, I'm a first aid qualified person, I would obviously negotiate, so obviously that comes in my head straight away. So I tried to explain that, but she's like, oh, you need more training. I'm like, no, I don't. Um, so I've got a meeting with the director next week, so we'll see how that goes. So, uh, yeah, only I can end up arguing with someone in the Samaritans. <laughs> but that's how I am, I'm sorry. If I think I'm right, well, at first I used to argue 
I'm right, you're wrong. And now I've got a bit older, I realise sometimes I am wrong and I just hold my hands up. But when I'm right, I'll argue my point and I'll stick up for myself. Or anyone, any of my friends, as they know. Um, and I just want to thank people, I'm not going to mention names, but they'll know who they are, who always check on me to make sure I'm all right. Um, and it is good because I was a lot, very, very down last week and two of my ex-colleagues texted me asking if I was all right and, you know, they actually got me out of the hole again. So I just want to say thanks to them. Um, I think it's not just two, there's a few of them, a few of them. Uh, can't say any names because they probably get in trouble for being in contact with me um, after I slagged the governors off at the prison. So, yeah, um, that's it. And I'll probably be back more regular now because I'm feeling good. I'm actually starting to enjoy my retirement now where I can get up whatever time I want, mostly dead early because I can't sleep. Um, doss about all day if I want, watch fucking Netflix and fucking all that shit. Uh, I've actually been following the post office investigation. I've been quite obsessed by it. Um, it reminds me of places I've worked where the carpets are so high where they sweep all the shit under it. You have to get a fucking mountain climbing kit out. Um, yeah, so I think in the end everyone gets justice, hopefully. Um, I'm not chasing that shit anymore. I've had my say and I'm glad I did what I did. Um, but I do miss, the only thing I really miss is my colleagues. All the way up to some of the seats upstairs, I miss them so much. I know one of them's pregnant and having a baby soon. Good luck, love you to death. You know I always have done. Um, a few of my colleagues have been promoted now. I'm glad for them. Um, I still give you an ear out, though. Manager or not, you know that, don't you? <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm in a good place at the moment. I've got my new teeth. Um, more confident myself, Steve's back, but I still slip now and again. Hopefully... Then fucking dreams have stopped because, like I said, I didn't. I went in last night, um, slept like I was fucking 15 again. Um, and I'm not a fucking scoundrel. And people who want to call that to me, do it to my face, and I'll, I'll just tell you some stories what I've been through. Uh, let's see how long they would have lasted doing the jobs that me and my colleagues do. People don't fuck. If, you know what? They do this 24 hours in police custody, a fucking shift with the police. You know what, you want to show a two fucking week of a prison officer behind bars. Not this crappy shit where they have these fucking prisoners in with celebrities and fucking a proper, proper fucking week in the life of a prison officer in a Cat B prison. And the public might appreciate more what you brilliant prison officers, correctional officers, prison, whatever you want to call them, any, anyone who works in the prison, what a fucking brilliant job you do, what 99% of the, yeah, 99% of the public wouldn't have a fucking clue or wouldn't be able to deal with it. Just brilliant. And until the day I die, I will stick up for prison officers, prison guys, except the bent bastards who put the colleagues at risk. Um, it won't get me even started on that shit. Um, yeah, 
because all you hear on podcasts is fucking criminals making shit up how big an ad they are when probably when I when prison staff say you get behind your fucking door however big an ad you are you get behind your door or else you put behind your door you don't fucking rule the prison all these bent bastards who come on oh yeah, yeah. fuck off you're bent bastard you didn't do your job properly so yeah and yeah I'm not a fucking scoundrel and I could probably do your job better than you I don't mean you were working, I meant people who call me a scoundrel. So, yeah, um, that's it. Thanks for listening. And all prison, all staff, or all people who work in prisons, please stay safe, look after yourselves, and look after each other. Thank you very much. Um, speak to you soon. Thank you. Bye. God, that sounded so gay. Thank you. Bye. And get behind your doors. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> oh, my God.